0: Welcome back to That yeah, That Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci-fi original series Eureka.
1: Let's get going!
2: It's Doug with the TV Guide Synopsis, Season 5, Episode 6, Worst Case Scenario. Original air date May 21st, 2012. A disaster preparedness drill for global dynamics goes awry and imperils the town. Meanwhile, Zane participates in a secret simulation for Fargo. Creators Jamie Paglia and Andrew Cosby, written by Jill Blodovogel, and directed by Sally Richardson-Whitfield. Still nothing. The main reactor is not responding to the restart code. Backup power is falling down to 22%. Should we pull the flux rods to boost voltage? Sir, do it. Pulling the rods. Power is still falling. All right. What's going on? We're under attack. From who? Unknown. A pulse weapon has knocked out the power grid. Communications are down, and we have voltage spikes in the reactor turbines. Radar is tracking an incoming missile. How close? Thirty seconds to impact. Close. The EM shield will knock it out before impact if we can
0: keep it online. We're back with season five, episode six. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Worst-case scenario. I'm here with my co-host Kim. Good morning. It's morning. This is my second episode today. Yeah. I recorded with Dud Gramley at five thirty this morning. Oh wow. We open to what looks like a huge catastrophe at GD. Missiles have been fired at Global, and Global is not holding up to the attack. We begin to wonder just what's going on when we see Larry reading his symptoms from his PDA and Carter refusing to carry Fargo, who discovered his leg was broken, also via PDA, down 72 flights of stairs to the bunker after it takes off without him. We find out this is a safety drill. Dr. Clark's program reports that with 29 simulated deaths and 300 simulated injuries, Eureka earned a solid B+. Henry, who's reacting to Grace's leaving, is overreacting and setting the test standards too high. The building has been damaged and people were actually injured. Carter does not know why Joe is upset with him, Allison seems to feel bad about what she said to Joe when she was brain-swapped with Jack, but instead of telling Jack, she makes excuses as to why Joe might be stressed. Zane and Fargo are ready to go into the Matrix mainframe to see what is left of Holly. Fargo needs closure. Zane developed a smaller version of the EM field that covers Eureka to cover the Matrix equipment and so it can be turned on without detection and causing further brain-swaps. Zane tells Joe that he's working on a classified project when Joe comes looking for Fargo. Fargo goes into the program to find an empty Main Street in Holly. He's shocked to find Holly intact with all her memories, except for the one where she died. Before he can explain all of what's going on to her, Zane pulls him out. The disaster scenario is over, but accidents continue to happen, one of which puts Dr. Clark in the infirmary. Joe refuses Carter's help with the investigation, leaving Carter more in the dark about what he did to anger her to this extreme. He finally confronts her, and they realize that they had a conversation that he does not remember due to the brain swap and performing surgery on himself. Joe is relieved to find out that Carter does not remember the conversation, but she also figures out that Allison tricked her. It is not long before the team realizes that Ada, although destroyed, put a real drill in place that will have real-life effects on the town. The scenario will continue until Eureka can defeat her. The drill seems to be running the same program as the first time. Carter saves Joe from blowing up and a poisonous gas. Power goes down. Equipment is on fire. Communication is down. Carter and his Jeep sink into the mud at the cell tower. Fortunately, Andy has a steel cable. And missiles are launched and headed for Eureka. The EM field is down. Zane and Fargo discuss and wonder exactly what Holly is. Is she alive or just a computer program? Zane tells Fargo if she thinks she's alive and Fargo thinks she's alive, then what is the difference? Fargo goes back into the Matrix to talk to Holly and try again to tell her that she died, but is again pulled out when Joe comes looking for Zane and Fargo to tell them what's happening. Zane asks her to trust him when she sees that he's working on the Matrix equipment. She tells him to shut it down and come and help. Zane has to admit that he and Fargo just happened to have an EM field that they could adjust to stop the missiles. Carter and Fargo have to go out and manually place and set off the field. Zane discovers that he cannot read a map. Carter and Fargo arrive at the site, get the EM field in place, and set it off with no time to spare. They have officially beat the program and the crisis is over. Allison finally confesses to Joe and tells her that she panicked and apologizes. Fargo tells Joe not to be hard on Zane. He's only doing what Fargo asked him to do. Henry talks to Grace and she tells him she misses him. Carter and Allison are finally able to sample food for their engagement party as Carter's best friend, Joe, makes a congratulatory speech to Carter and Allison. Later, Fargo decides to go back into the Matrix on his
3: own.
2: Sheriff, 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 Sheriff! Don't shut up, Larry! It's fading! It's fading!
3: Disaster ah. simulation complete. Please return all data chips for assessment.
2: Earn this, Sheriff. You earned
4: this! Turn all chip back,
0: back to work Larry. what'd you think of that episode
1: uh it was okay a little dry but okay a little what dry but okay
0: well after the last one which i, I thought was hilarious the brain swapping one
1: yeah which i always think is hilarious yeah this is was a little more uh serious i just kind of felt bad about uh fargo when they kissed and then, then he pulled him out then. yeah holly doug
3: All had happened. The last thing I remember, I was at GD, and I told Sheriff Carter I think we're all trapped in a computer matrix. Next thing I know, bam, nothing. Well, uh, I mean blackness. Then poof, here I was on Main Street, but everyone else was gone. I hoped you got out. We did. Miss you so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. He keeps pulling him out.
3: What you doing, Daisy Chains? I've never had this spare time before. It's kind of awesome. Where did you go?
1: Oh, we're still getting the hang of the interface tech.
3: Oh, so I was right. We are caught in some kind of computer construct. But for some reason, you can get in and out, and I'm, what, stuck?
4: Yes, yeah, something like that.
3: But you came back for me. I'm sorry it took so long. How long has it been? About a month. Wow, seriously? Yeah, I've been counting the days. Well, are you ready to beam me up? Not, not quite. Doug, why do I get the feeling there's something you're not telling me? Yeah,
0: But probably. at the end, he did finally tell her she
3: died. Yeah. Don't you dare disappear on me like that again. No, sorry about that. Apology accepted. <laughs> Oh, and you owe me additional apologies for the dragon. I was right, so not real.
4: You were right about everything. I really should have listened. I would have never let you out of my sight.
3: It's okay, you came back. I'll let you make it up to me later.
4: You have no idea how much I wish I could.
3: You can't pull me out, can you?
4: I'm sorry, you you didn't make it, Holly.
3: Oh, so weird. I don't feel dead. That does explain why I haven't peed in a month. Are you really here or am I just projecting you because I miss you in the afterlife? No, 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 I'm I'm really here. Okay, good. So does that mean you want to keep seeing me? There's nothing I want more.
0: But she says, can we keep seeing each other? So you kind of know that they're going to be able to see each other. um, And she's going to be stuck in that outfit for ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's not awful. I still like her, though.
0: Well, I guess seeing it every time you see her now, Mm -hmm. it's annoying. (laughs) Henry's taking security to the next level, and he's kind of reacting to Grace leaving.
2: Yeah, well, disasters happen, Jack, and we have to be prepared to survive and recover. Have you spoken to Grace? Speaking of disaster. No, speaking of recovery. No, no. She's uh, consulting at CERN in Switzerland, trying to take her mind off everything that happened. She does know that what happened to that crew is not her fault, right? Well, she knows what she feels. I mean, whatever happened in there left scars. My NPC tried to murder her, so for now, being around here, being around me just doesn't feel right to her.
1: Yeah, but... Other than well, Henry he, try to kill
2: him. Yeah,
0: but I think he's taking the security protocols to the next level because if they had ridiculously high security protocols before all this happened, then all of this Matrix stuff wouldn't have happened. Right. So I think he's taking it to the extreme.
1: Wait a minute. So we go... Further back. Okay, wait, how did they get to the other world? How did they get to the other side? Even when they went back to where 1947. Yeah, because didn't things start changing. Then yeah, things started changing. Cause that's when Henry's married now to her. Right. So if they didn't do that, he wouldn't have been married to Grace. Right. But wasn't that? Wouldn't that be
0: safety thing? Kind of. Because it's that device, that bridge device, that yeah. sent him back, which is what they use to create the faster than light Drive. Right. Which is why they're getting to go to Titan. So yeah, I guess you could say it goes all the way back it goes to goes all the way back. To nineteen
1: uh, forties. So security wasn't all that great to detect even that mishap.
0: Right. But I think Henry's just as you would overreacting to Grace's leaving him and all that happened and if he's thinking if they had better security then Beverly wouldn't have got in to steal the information. Yeah, that's true. And Senator Wynn wouldn't have been able to take over the flight. But he's just way overreacting. And then at the end, every solution they gave him, he said, no, that's not going to work. No, that's not going to okay. work. Like, at that point, it seemed like he was just giving up. Yeah. And he couldn't care less if they blew up or whatever because he was just giving up. He's up and down in this episode <laughs> over Grace. And Carter asks Allison more than once about Joe being weird. And I understand every time Allison tried to tell Joe what she did, she got interrupted.
3: Allison, can I ask you something? It's about Carter. Of course. After that whole Z-Wave body swapping fiasco, it is his brain it okay? As far as I know, it's just his memory. He seems to be forgetting conversations.
4: Well, you know, his brain was being seriously taxed.
3: He was also being
4: occupied by other people. I remember.
3: Um, listen,
4: Joe.
1: Dr. Blake?
0: But she didn't tell Carter. She had every opportunity to tell Carter what she did. And instead she made excuses. Yeah. Hey,
4: did Joe seem tense to you? I don't know. Why?
2: Uh, On account of seeming tense?
4: It's probably just the stress of the disaster drill. Mm,
2: Maybe. We could ask around, see who's uh, not doing so hot.
4: I'll look into it. All
2: right. I'll
4: go with. No, thanks. Uh, It's a GD matter.
2: What did you do? I don't know. I mean, this is like the time I threw out her uh, guns and ammo summer preview. Well,
4: maybe she just needs some time to settle into
2: reality.
0: yeah. Maybe she's stressed about re-entry. Well, they've been re-entered for a while now. Why would she all of a sudden be stressed? And I know that in the last episode, Allison was going to tell Carter before he proposed. So I get that. He interrupted her by proposing, but I have to imagine that she had ample time since then. Right to tell him. Mm -hmm. And she didn't. And I just think that stinks. (laughs) Well,
1: somewhere she thinks that's a threat.
0: (laughs) Well, she does, but that was terrible. That was nasty to do. That was a nasty thing to do.
1: Almost pretty much ruined their friendship. Yeah, but she's a scorned woman. And it's not there, and it's not anybody's fault. It's not. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. And 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 she she says it's not rational.
4: Good to see you back in your office. Out of your infirmary. Joe, uh, I messed up. Jack didn't remember that conversation because he wasn't the one having it. It was me. But I suppose Mm -hmm. you've already guessed that. Uh, When he said that he operated on himself, I had a feeling. How could you do that to me? To be fair, when you came in, I told you we had swapped again. I didn't mean to lie.
3: The moment I started talking, you knew that I didn't
4: understand that. You could have just said something more. I know. I, I should have. It's just, when I was plugged in, what I experienced was so real, Joe. I had to accept that you and Jack were together. It was crushing, but it made sense somehow. So when you admitted that you thought about it, I panicked. I admitted it just so it wouldn't become a thing. I know. And I know that it's not rational. I was wrong for not saying anything. I'm so sorry, Joe.
0: I could see, and I think I said this in the last episode, I could see her wanting to hear what Joe had to say, maybe going that far. She didn't have to answer it like that. Right. She could have been nicer about it. She could have come up with something else to say that Joe mm. wouldn't be humiliated, but she did. not right. she was nasty. One of the many times <laughs> during this <laughs> series that Allison was nasty.
1: <laughs> yeah, but she thinks that there's always something, but they just
0: work. Right. And she's making it awkward. Right. Because there was a part, after Carter saved Joe from the poison gas, they were in the infirmary, Mm -hmm. and he was putting the mask on her. And he was acting like he would normally act Right, as friends, yeah. Plus, that's his
1: friend, that's his partner. Right. And Joe
0: was getting uncomfortable because she saw Allison watching them. Right. Allison's the one making it all awkward between them. So, Dr. Clark.
2: Dr. Deacon, that was quite the performance. Uh, Sheriff Carter, Dr. Michael Clark are... severe accident phenomenologist nice to meet you yes it is uh phenomena what now
3: i actuate worst case scenarios to illuminate catastrophic blind spots he pretends to blow stuff up to see how well prepared we are
2: ah i'm all for preparedness but um i didn't feel very pretend
3: yeah as part of the increased reality protocols ada kind of threw the kitchen sink at you
0: and i've seen him in a million things mm-hmm. but like, did you ever watch the show bones I know it, but I haven't watched it. Yeah, he used to be one of the revolving interns. And he was kind of that same kind of character. He was more excited than concerned about the outcome because the computer took it upon themselves to create another scenario. He's proud, except that everybody's going to die. That's okay. (laughs) But it was funny when Joe and Carter finally
2: talked.
3: about something that was very personal to me, and you humiliated me. I did what now? Okay, playing dumb just makes it worse.
2: Playing dumb? I am dumb. I've no idea what you're talking about. When did this happen?
3: Okay, when I came to visit you after your surgery to fix the body swapping, oh, talk.
2: I'm sorry, but Joe, I got nothing. Then gotta just perform brain surgery on myself, so... What?
3: You really don't remember, do you? No, but if you tell me now, I will, okay? <laughs> you know what? No, it's... It
4: actually wasn't really that important. It's just. Well, it, it is
0: important. Joe is kind of happy that he doesn't remember and she doesn't yeah, want to no, tell no. him again. Right. She wasn't yeah. going to repeat that. But it was also funny that she was so used to being mad at him about it that she kept being snippy with him and he had to keep reminding her. Yeah. Hey,
3: don't- But
1: it seemed like she was always snippy with him. She, she was, was but She was really snippy.
2: At least in our profession, no one's expendable. Am I right? Yeah, if you say so. I haven't seen you much this last week, so things are going well with Zane.
4: Get in there.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Allison too. We're sort of planning this uh engagement thing, which is taking just
3: great. So I gotta get out of the scare and start reviewing performance Dad. I'll see you later.
0: See you later. They were always playfully snippy. There was no <laughs> question that she was yeah. pissed about something. Because even Henry said, "What did you do?" Yeah, <laughs>
1: the poor thing, don't even know. Yeah.
2: Thanks. Anytime. How are you? Busy. Are you any names?
3: No. But someone wiped the status reports from Clark's lab this morning, so I did a security trace and found a buried command.
2: Oh, that did what?
3: Open liquid nitrogen valve deliberately.
2: Okay, all right, let's interview anyone who had access to the lab.
3: Not we, me, because I'm like you, I have a little bit of tact.
0: So he had a reminder that it wasn't him. I love the scene with Carter and Andy. Oh,
1: uh, with the belt. Yes, we, well, yes definitely with the belt. <laughs> yeah.
2: Call that five minutes? Four minutes and 32 seconds, actually. I imagine time crawls by when you're sinking to your doom. Mm, fair point, why don't we get me out of the
3: quicksand then? It's actually liquefaction, boss. What was it? Yeah, a preliminary analysis indicates that a series of GD's underground chemical pipes has ruptured, degrading the synthetic soil's atomic bonds and creating a semi-permeable colloid. Riveting! Uh, do I suppose
2: you brought with you a rope or a sturdy vine? I can do you one better. I'm packing 50 feet of high tensile steel cable right in here. That'll be nice on the hands. Excuse me while I whip this out. Or, Or not.
0: But even before that, because Carter's, you know, he's sinking in quicksand and he's just so disgusted with everything. He's not panicking. He's just like,
1: what else is going to happen today? (laughs) Oh, he said five minutes and Andy said it was only four and so many minutes. (laughs) Right. But he wasn't even panicking. He was (laughs) just like, of course, now I'm sinking in quicksand, (laughs)
0: which Andy explains wasn't quicksand. And this was all part of the new scenario.
1: (laughs) He lost his car again.
0: Again, yeah. Mm -hmm. Andy didn't get a lot of scenes in this episode, but he was funny. Mm. Maybe I'm just not paying attention, but... It seems like Joe's wearing regular
1: clothes a lot more in this. Yeah, because of her new position. That's what I'm tripping it to. She's not in the uh, sheriff's office anymore. She's now for... um, GD security.
0: Right, when she was head of GD security before, she Mm. always wore that black suit. She always wore the black pants and the black Mm. jacket. Mm -hmm. And now she's just wearing jeans. We never see her in anything... Except a couple times we saw her in a dress, like, way back. Right, way yeah. Back.
1: Hmm, they
0: didn't pay attention. In the last episode when she came in, I think it's almost the whole episode, she spent almost the whole episode in jeans and a shirt and a sweater. Oh, wow. And this one, at the end, she comes walking in with jeans. Like, even when she's off work, she never seems like she's out of uniform. Or out yeah, of you're her right. security uniform. And I wonder yeah. if she finally put her foot down and said, Listen, I want to wear regular jeans, clothes. Yeah, yeah. In this last season. Yeah,
1: you're right, because even I'm thinking, even there, she's got on this black suit.
0: Yeah, always. And her hair pulled yeah, back. And yeah. so this season so far, she hasn't had her hair pulled back all the time. Right. And she's been wearing regular clothes. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she could listen, I want to wear regular clothes once in <laughs> a <of the> while. <laughs> so I wonder if she just got sick of four seasons of wearing uniforms and her hair back. Okay. And-
1: Probably have them wear their own jeans. I pay $5 Yeah. Like St. Jude's <laughs> Children's Miracle Network for Dress Down Day. That's yep. right. But I think that's why they
0: took Grace out of the season a lot for budget purposes. I could be wrong. I don't know if I heard mm-hmm. that or I'm just imagining that. But no. they keep taking Grace in and out. I have a feeling that their budget got slashed mm. for this last season. Yeah, For yeah. could be. You
1: got to work that budget out somewhere. to keep it going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So is there anything else that you thought of? You know what I was thinking? What were they eating? Taste testing. One was fondue. Right. And then the other one, was that a hot dog? Those or are those little, yeah, wieners? he calls them the little um, cocktail franks or something. I guess
0: they said they were taste testing for their engagement party. party. Okay. Yeah. I guess they have to compromise because Carter, of course, doesn't like all the fancy stuff. and Right. Allison doesn't want cocktail wieners.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And poor Vincent has to deal with trying to figure out what they want.
2: Right. Are we leaning toward a theme? Après ski fondue buffet or take me out to the ballpark?
4: I was thinking of something a little simpler.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, Jenna's cheese curls with the bouncy castle. Oh, actually, <laughs> sounds <Wait>. good. <laughs>
0: I'll get right on that. He finally gets <laughs> to do an engagement party and a wedding and Carter wants cheese doodles. Works for me. <laughs> Like we said at the end, Fargo says he'll keep seeing Holly. So she says what's next, and that's pretty much yeah, the end.
1: It's sad. Finally found a love, and he can't really have her. Not anybody, he's the one that deserves it.
0: Oh, yeah, I felt bad for him, too, you know, bad. especially, you know, when everybody was congratulating Jack and Allison. He was just sitting at the table by himself. Mm-hmm. He gets screwed of yeah, Everything. The Poor gr- thing. That girl that he was going out with before they jumped time. It's like they never met in this timeline. Yeah. I mean, obviously he remembers her. Yeah. but Is there anything else you thought of? No. Kind of a quiet yeah. episode. We'll be back next week. Yeah, all right. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Excuse
3: me. Look, I know it's not like me, but I would um, like to make a toast. I'd like to say congratulations to my... Very best friend. For persuading a highly intelligent woman to marry him anyway. <laughs> to Jack and Allison. Hear, here. Yeah.
2: Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch. Or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at Gmail. We would love to hear from you.
0: And we're now also available on Google Play.